The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And half of our double header here on on Positive Talk Radio. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We 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 have uh, uh, Coach Michelle. She's with us. It's Michelle Sullivan, and uh, she is uh, working also with uh, Allison Roberts and uh, and Behind the Power. And that, which is coming up in, in, uh, cause it, these, these 48 be- days, but who's counting? Oh, is it, is it, is that exactly 48 days now? I believe it is. Oh, very good. Well, you know, it's, it's a 48 day push. It's time to, to really push for, for the, it to fill up. And I, I hear that it's doing well. Yes, it is doing well. And, um, I, I want to piggyback off of what, um, Uh, Beth said in your earlier show, Laura Marguerite has done an amazing job helping us promote and um, we couldn't do it without her. And that's Allison's daughter. So we're very, very grateful to have Laura help us promote this event. And Laura is, uh, is, is a is a young one, as a matter of fact. So that's that's really good. She is, but you know what? She is a very smart woman, and I I mean I count on her a lot. I've used her coaching to help me because uh, she has knowledge that I want to that I want to learn. So we can all learn from each other. It's all good. Exactly, exactly. And uh, now I haven't seen this before your soulful kitchen yeah that's uh that's beth oh is that <laughs> she's <laughs> hiding from me I, I okay i get it <laughs> i thought it would be your soulful chocolate kitchen well <laughs> let me tell you what her chocolate is good and if you're that you're if you have an assistant that is coming to behind the power you ask beth about some chocolates and uh we got they're they're pretty amazing that's that's what i hear so that's yeah. that's and hopefully hopefully we're going to make that happen because i All really right. i really would like to see her go and yeah um we're worried about uh the the airline situation and and stuff like that but but what what airline situation oh they've been canceling <laughs> a lot of flights and and i don't want to she'll be by herself and i don't want her to oh. be I I know what you mean. I'm just being silly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that and COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I know it's almost like to go anywhere. Now you have to have faith that you're just going to get there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So what I do, I've picked the perfect uh, scenario for me is I get to stay in my little house. And I get to invite people like you into my home and we can talk and we can have a, a really good conversation. And then, then I can go into my uh, recliner at the evening. Uh, you know, I, 
I have to laugh at myself. I'm not as young as I used to be. Uh-huh. Um, and I, so when you get to be a little older, then you rent a movie. I get to watch it twice because I get to watch it the first half one night. <laughs> and then the second half the next night. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, my no, gosh. It, it's, you've done it, too. Where oh, Many times. It's, or I'm watching the I'm watching the baseball game and suddenly it's over and it was like in the fifth inning and so I have to Google okay what happened you know <laughs> uh, I tell you this this getting old oh, things oh man <laughs> I love in, that in any event I I thought that we would well no actually that's a lie you thought that we would talk <laughs> about about boundaries and healthy boundaries and unhealthy boundaries and stuff like that and I think that's a really really good topic for us to discuss we haven't discussed that yet okay it's a really it's a really good thing first 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 of all describe what are boundaries that is a really good question thank you for asking that kevin you're welcome we're going to start if you have a relationship with anyone whether it's a um a personal relationship like a romantic relationship or a business work co-workers family anybody that you have a relationship with you should have boundaries boundaries are not not for you to put up a wall and be mean about it um Boundaries are just saying, talking about what, what you want, what you would, what you would like to do or happen or whatever. And I think of it, it, it's, it's safety for you and the other people that you come in contact with in your life. And I had a really interesting epiphany that happened to me one after one morning, I was riding my bike out in the country and there were um, cattle in the field next to the road where I was biking, and there was a electric fence. So it's not like a metal fence, it was an electric fence. And I was getting ready to do a, a workshop on creating healthy boundaries, and I thought, you know what, it's a really good thing that that electric fence is there because it protects the cows from predators, from curious people getting into the cow pasture and tipping a cow. No, not really. I don't know. But <laughs> but it also prevents the cows from getting out into the field or getting out into the road. And so boundaries are really beneficial for us all. It keeps us safe um, and it can give us um, worth and peace and self-respect and strength having boundaries you know the first time i heard somebody say that was when i was doing positive talk in 2003 i had no idea what the boundaries was me too. or were and nobody to- told me and it wasn't it wasn't in the general language or the uh, the vernacular of how to live your life and how to create stuff um so it's it's happening more so now but people don't, a lot of people aren't exposed to it, so they don't really understand yes. how, what their boundaries are or how to influence them or even that they even have any boundaries. They don't yes. get Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I will tell you, I was just two years ago, as honestly, when I started working with Allison Roberts, 
that's when I began to have a understanding of boundaries. I, I'm going to be transparent. I, I lived without boundaries. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know how to uphold them. I didn't, you know, I was unprotected. I was unprotected. And so that looked like me overgiving, oversharing, not paying attention to my needs and what I might need. Yours, you know, that that you're more important than me. Um, it just and it really wasn't until I began to work with Allison and understand the boundary thing that I thought, okay, this is really important. And I, my daughter, I have two daughters. And so as I was doing the work, you know, I, and I realized, oh my goodness, we've been, I've been living without boundaries. I've been mothering without boundaries. And when I went back to talk to both of my girls, they were like, oh yeah, mom, we already knew that. We knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I said, I'm so sorry. I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was being a good mom. But I overstepped some boundaries with my kids and 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 I've done it with my siblings. I'm the oldest of three. So I thought it was my job to tell you what to do. And, you know, <laughs> so it's been a very helpful and eye opening experience for me to understand what are healthy boundaries and unhealthy boundaries, which is another reason and something that I work with my clients when I coach them, we talk about boundaries because everybody has boundary issues. I have a question for you. Okay. Why is it that sometimes it seems like people push and push and push your boundaries? Is that a conscious thing on their choice or do they just not know any better? Well, the human mind is a very interesting thing. <laughs> And I would like to say that it comes from one direction, but it could come from any number of directions. Uh, uh, and and um, control is one of those things. Um, I think because of my childhood sexual trauma, I needed to control everything because I didn't have control over that situation. I didn't want anyone to take anything or, 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 um, just, you know, take advantage of me in any way. So, uh, and there are, and I would uh, venture to say people who push and push and push, uh, probably have some insecurity, uh, insecurities as well. And so maybe they might feel better because they're telling you, you know, this is what you need to do. But who likes unsolicited advice? <laughs> right? That's true. Who? who? No one. Well, nobody does. Nobody does. That's that that is so true. And uh, uh but there are there are people, I at least in my world, that have decided that they make a decision and they want make a decision about boundaries that they're gonna push. And because see, I I can't I don't I know this doesn't sound true, but I come across as being a quote unquote nice guy and I, I don't, I don't hardly ever get mad and all that kind of good stuff. So I am, I am perfectly ripe for picking somebody who wants to push my boundaries. 
Oh yeah. I get that, Kevin, because I was I was like that until I learned the language. And once I learned the language and understood the boundaries and was able to articulate myself, that changed. So I want you to say this with me. No oh, really? is a complete sentence. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> is a complete sentence. No, 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 no. It reminds me of but way back when, when um, it was uh, on happy days and they were supposed to say something like no and he couldn't get it out. No, it was I'm sorry. And he couldn't get it out. It's like, oh, that me, was Fonzie. It was Fonzie <laughs> that was, and he couldn't say it. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't say it either. So no, no, but, but then, but then, but then what happens is they say, are you sure? Oh no. I, okay. I'll do, you know. And you know, what's really interesting about that is that if people know, I mean, boundaries are how we teach people how to treat us. So if, if we don't speak up for ourselves, if we don't talk about uh, what we prefer, what we will do, what we won't do, um, the people who are asking or pushing those boundaries know they can get away with it. And, when, and which is so true. I had somebody that I, that was kind of a regular on the show and, and, uh, um, I, I did whatever she asked pretty much. And, and I didn't charge her any money for it and all that kind of stuff. And, and it kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. But this last father's day, um, I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to be available to do that this day because I'm going out with my kids and that kind of stuff. It's father's day for heaven's sakes. Right. And so, um, um, she ignored that. And she sent me what I was supposed to um, create for her that particular day. And so I emailed her back and said, I'm sorry, I'm not available. I'm, I'm gone. And, and because uh, I was a little irritated because she knew better. And, but you know what it was, what ended up happening was because I said, no, she went away. Yeah. Okay. And that, that can happen sometimes. But the thing is, is that, the people who are going to be most annoyed or frustrated with you putting up boundaries are the ones who are more than likely taking advantage of you. And that's exactly what she, exactly what she was doing. And so when I stopped letting her do that, yeah. then she went away and that taught me a very valuable lesson that she wasn't a friend to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard lesson to learn, but boy, it, it, it can make life so much better once you once you know what your personal boundaries are and um and that's partly of you know speaking up and using your voice um and i have definitely been learning that over the past few years and and uh you know writing a chapter uh in behind the power book on on ch my childhood sexual abuse experience and I find that the more that I'm using my voice, the more confident I'm becoming. And this is the interesting thing is that you don't have to be mean to set up a boundary. No. And, and some people have a real um, a misconception about boundaries. Um, there's a difference. I think a boundary is going to reflect your worth. It's going to reflect your self-respect. It's going to reflect your peace. It's going to reflect your strength. 
but a wall is going to reflect your is going to reflect your fear, your pain, your hurt, and your lack of self trust. Yep, and so there is a distinct difference between a boundary and a wall. Yes, definitely. So if you were to think of if you're standing in a rectangle. A boundary would be like dotted lines all outlining you, you know, inside of that rectangle. So there is some give and take. There is some flow. But a wall is solid. Nope. Uh, no. No, you, you go no further. And sometimes we do need to, to do that, you know. But um, so I'll give you an example. I was thinking about this. Um, Let's just say that, Kevin, you, you know that I make these most amazing cookies. They're so good. Everybody loves them. And you want me, you, there's a bake sale. You're speaking in, I'm, I'm in the mom world. There's a bake sale and you need 50 dozen cookies tomorrow. Okay. And, you, and you ask me right now, hey, Michelle. Can you make 50 dozen cookies for me tomorrow for a bake sale? It's for a good cause. And your cookies are so delicious, you know, and it would be really awesome if, if, if you could do that for me. <sighs> right. And so, you know, if, if you have no boundaries, you might go, oh, yeah, sure. I'd be happy to do that for you. Um, I've got to run to the store and get everything I need. But what time do you need them? 7 a.m. No problem. I can do that for you. That is, those are some serious no boundaries that, 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 you know, that I would be um, not upholding. But if I were to say, you know, Kevin, thank you so much for asking me. And, and the fact that you love my cookie recipe, I would love to give it to you and share it with you. Um, I'm just not going to be able to do that for you. I, I don't have the time and I would need a little, I would need at least 48 hours to prepare for that. I hope you can find something else that will be suitable, but I'm just sorry. I'm not going to be able to help you. And by the way, you can give him the recipe all day long, but he's not going to make cookies as good as you. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? It's just, you don't have to be mean about upholding a boundary, but you can stand in your stand in your power. Well, yes, indeed, you could or you can, but uh, there there are certain things and certain situations where I'll, I'll get. Let me give you an example. Okay. I had um, I have two sons. One of them was on the previous podcast. So yeah, and, and he said he just wanted to support me and stuff. So that's great. Yeah. And uh, but I have another one and. Uh, he went camping over the weekend, and um, he gets paid on Friday. So, so this he calls me Sunday afternoon. I know when he calls me on Sunday afternoon, something's up. And he's so he says, he says, um, you know, and I've loaned him money before, and I and we have had a conversation that, that I need to be done. And I'm on a fixed income now, and I can't can't afford to be giving him a bunch of money. And he said. You know, Dad, um, camping is expensive. I said, I know. It probably costs $300 for the weekend. He said, how did you know? That's exactly what it costs. And that's what I had in my account. 
and now I don't have any money in my account and I don't get paid till Friday. And uh, can you help me out and loan me a couple hundred bucks to get through till Friday? And uh, our agreement was no, you did, but, but my heart got, you know, he's my son and I didn't want him to starve to death or run out of gas in his truck or anything like that. So of course I gave him the money, but it was a way of manipulating the situation because if he, because I, what I didn't say to him was, well, you know, if you had 300 bucks going into the weekend and you knew camping was going to cost about that, maybe you shouldn't have gone camping. Right. Yeah. If you're going to be, you know, but so some people do that. They, they, they set you up in a, with, and uh, by the way, Linda says, hello. Hello, Linda. Hi, Linda. <laughs> so, so and anyway, we're talking about boundaries and we're talking um, yeah. with Michelle Sullivan. She is a coach and she works with Allison Roberts and behind the power. She's a best-selling author. Isn't it nice to be able to say that? Well, Allison is a best-selling author. I aspire to be one in October. Oh, this book, is when okay, the book this comes is the out. first book. Yeah. This is my first book, yes. But yes. it's not my last. I actually do want to to write some books. Do you feel like that that is part of your calling is to is to write? I do and um yeah. I do think it's part of my calling and I realizing as I journey along that I, I have a story to tell and to inspire people. Yes. Your story actually is, is very incredible. And, mm -hmm. and to come out the other side and to be a powerful person like you have become is really, um, I'm sure that you have people in, in your life that have known you for a long time that yes. are just a little startled with yes. the degree of, uh, of uh, positive change that you've experienced. Yeah, not only positive change, but of um, those boundaries, <laughs> 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 you know, that I don't put up with a lot of BS anymore. As, as I well, just don't. No. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't. Uh, you yeah. should be able to. But I was a people pleaser. I want to make you happy. I want you to like me. I want acceptance. That, again, was a part of my struggle with what I experienced. I didn't know my value. I didn't know my worth. So you tell me how valuable I am and then I'll be okay. No yeah. way. A lot of us do that. A lot of us feel like we should be play nice and be a people pleaser and, then and, and stuff like that. But Allison set me straight. Oh, know. I'm sure she did. What did she do? <laughs> well, and this was actually on the air, so you can, uh, okay, I, I could go back and watch it. Yeah, you can, you can go listen to what she, she said to me because I in because of the work that I do now, uh, I first of all I want to main everybody to know that I'm the luckiest guy in the world because I get to do this and I get to talk to incredible people like you and stuff. But occasionally I'll have people that'll come and try and work within my world to try and do stuff with uh, becoming you know like a co-host or or become to take control over part of what what's going on even though they don't really know what's going on and stuff like that and i keep doing it i've done it like five or six or seven times where i'll bring somebody in and let them be here and then I'll, they'll shove a contract in my face and say this is what i want or this is and it's like I'm wow doing this out of the, yeah <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> okay and I, and I said, I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. And then now you want a contract to have some 
uh, legal stuff going on. It's like, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. And so I said, why do I keep doing that, Allison? And she said, because you're not comfortable and you're not confident in who you are. So there, um, <laughs> it was like drop the microphone time. It was yes, because she was. She and she's absolutely right. So, uh, what did you think about that? I thought that she. I thought first of all that I was standing there in front of the judge in my underwear. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> because because she was like because she was right on and it was and so so that and and my associate who's my uh um she's kind of a, a consultant uh she looked at me and said see i told you oh so so <laughs> it was just for me it was just validation that i can't that that i do you remember um you're not old enough to remember, but Mickey Rooney and uh, and Shirley Temple used to do shows, way movies way back when. Yeah, I and, remember. Yeah, in the 30s and 40s, and and the premise of each show was they'd be going along and something terrible would happen, and they needed a bunch of money, but they had no way to get money, and so Mickey Rooney or she would say, "I've got a barn, I've got some lights, let's put on a show." Yeah, and then they would do the show, and they'd sing and dance, and they'd make a bunch of money, and everybody was happy, and then the movie would end. Um, that's what I've always wanted to do: is to have an ensemble piece where I can have everybody here and everybody gets along and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So I will tell you this: I think that when it comes, especially if you're someone who hasn't been used to uh, creating healthy boundaries and, and speaking, you know, and saying yes or no, and you being in, in charge of your decisions in the beginning, it, you can, it's a little bit nerve wracking because you might be afraid who who's going to go away. Will they not be my friend anymore? Will they not want to work with me? And honestly, if they cannot appreciate and respect the boundaries that you're setting up for yourself, you probably don't need them in your life anyway. And you know, that is so true. That is so true because there are, if people want to be with you because they like you, they'll stay yeah. if regardless of the boundaries you set up. But if yeah. you set up a boundary that says, no, I'm not going to do this for you today because I've got other things to do. And then they delete you off of Facebook and, and do all that. Kind of, it's like, well, I guess you showed your true colors. Right. I, I had a situation several months ago with um, someone that I've been friends with for a long time. And I was sharing something with them that was very vulnerable. And they made a comment at the, at the time it was like, well, how did that work for you? And at, at the time, I didn't really realize that they were, that wasn't a very appropriate response to what I was sharing. It took me about a week, but I woke up in the middle of the night and realized that I needed to say something to that person. So I called, I texted them the next morning. I said, are you awake? I, I really need to talk to you. And so I called them and, and I said, do you remember that conversation that we had? And I was sharing something with you and you made the comment, how's that working for you? I said, that really hurt my feelings. 
And I know I didn't say anything about it before, but I, I just want you to know now, I didn't appreciate that comment. And I would just like to ask that in the future that, that you would refrain from comments like that. And the comment that she then re replied back was, well, do I need to walk around, walk on eggshells around you from now on? And I said, no, but I'm just saying I may be very guarded with anything I share with you in the future if you're going to, to reply that way. And you know what? We're still friends. Now, did she, did she recognize that what she did making a flip comment like that? She apologized. She okay. did apologize for it. But then there was that, well, do I have to walk on eggshells around you now? So no, you just can't say stupid shit. That would be nice if you did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, it, I will say that when you learn how to um, uphold healthy boundaries, there you're going to have more compassion for yourself, but also for other people. And yes, there is going to be a, a, a assertiveness that's going to come along with that. But it doesn't have to be mean or, or hateful. It can be very kind and you can speak your truth. But another thing that's going to happen with boundaries is that your needs are going to be met because you're going to be able to voice what it is that you need. Um, and then when that happens, then there's less anger and resentment, right? Because Eve's, have you ever said yes to something and then you're kicking yourself thinking, why did I say yes to that? <laughs> I know. I yes, know. yes, teacher, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, is what I'm learning now, and, and you know, it's it's too bad that for some of us, it takes a long time to figure stuff out. But <laughs> what I'm learning now is that if I have a healthy boundary around something, if somebody's asking me to do something that I'm either not comfortable with, don't have the time for, or it would be in, really inconvenient for me to do that. Yeah. Um, and like I say 50 dozen cookies overnight and have them by 7 a.m. the next right. morning. Yeah. Um, then and if you say no and then they react poorly or they say well then fine i'll, I'll not be your friend anymore they weren't your friend in the first place right yeah and, and so sometimes you we need to to walk be willing to walk away from somebody who is displaying symptoms of not being an actual friend yes because that they're vibrating at a different level and it's not it's not good for you Absolutely. And I think when you become aware of that, you are, um, you, you're, you will begin to see the world differently. You'll begin to see your relationships differently. Um, I overgave, I overgave myself a lot in a lot of areas in my life. And so what ended up happening with me is that I was empty and depleted, you know, and I, I just said, enough, enough. I'm not going to do this anymore. And even with my kids, you know, I mean, I love my two daughters and my husband, I would do anything for them. And I put their needs before mine, but I don't do that now. And my youngest daughter, Riley, I'll never forget this. Her first year at college. I mean, I was like, 
always, sure, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. So when Riley, when John and I were experiencing being empty nesters, we were, I wasn't cooking dinner every night. You know, we were, things were different. And so when Riley came home the first time for break, I said, so things have changed a little bit since you left to go to college. I don't cook dinner every night. And dad and I may be going out and not inviting you to come with us. And she said, well, mom, are you saying that you don't want me to come home anymore? <laughs> and it was just that I didn't even, I didn't even uphold boundaries with my own, my own children, you know? And so now we can say no with confidence. My girls can say no. I don't assume just because I want to talk to them that I just pick up the phone and call them, you know, or text them. Hey, and expect an, an answer right now. I say, hey, I really would love to talk to you when you've got the time. Yeah. And that's it. And that's, and that's appropriate. Yes. That, you know, and uh, also just as an aside, now that your girls are, are they still in college? Oh, no. They're, they've both graduated now. Yes. And, and because you became an empty nester, your relationship with them changed from being mom to being a trusted advisor. When asked. Yes. Yes, it did. And I've been very honest with them about the healing journey. And like I said, talking about the, the, the boundaries and being codependent. I know that you, uh, John Cole, and talked about that. Uh, I believe on a previous episode, I didn't realize that I was um, living in a codependent way. And, and so, yeah. So when I realized that I went to the girls and said, Hey, I, you know, I realized that I'm doing these things and, and they, they pretty much called me out on it and said, yeah, mom, you're right. And so I said, well, I, I want that to change. I'm, I, I want to change that. Oh, very nice. So, so your girls are out of school now. Are they, are they married, settled down, got kids? Are you a grandma? Well, you know, I don't push the grandchildren. I really would love to have some, but we do not. But I have two fur grandbabies. Um, <clears throat> uh, one is one is married, and the other is engaged. And so, there's another wedding should be coming. I don't know when. And I'm not pressing any boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying, okay, when is the wedding date? Because it's not any of my business. Whenever right. whenever they want to do it, they'll do it. And I'll and, be happy. Unless, of course, you're paying for it. Then it becomes a bit of your business. Well, yes. Yes. This is going to be a collective wedding. It, it, it's it's going to take some money. It's going to take us all pooling in to make this next wedding work. Well, you know, and that's really is more modern the way it works. That's true. That's it's, very true. Yeah. You, you can't expect, you know, like my parents got off easy. Uh, they, they just had the rehearsal dinner to take care of. And, right. And then the other guy, of course, of course, he did it real cheaply. So, because. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he, and he didn't think we'd be married that long. And they, we made it 24 years. But Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to go back to the saying no. Do you yes. mind if I take this in another in, in another direction? You're the boss. You 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 can do anything you like. <laughs> okay. So I or, have, or maybe I should have boundaries around that. What do you think? You <laughs> know what? Maybe you should because 
that could get you in trouble. <laughs> oh no, no. I actually, you know, I, I in where this is concerned, I believe that that um that the universe is guiding this conversation. So yeah. it's gonna go where it's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Somebody well, needs to hear it. Yes. And, and so I want to share with you five ways to say no nicely. Would you like to hear those? I would. Okay. The first one would be, hmm, let me think about that. Let me think about that. Because sometimes when we're asked to do something, we feel like we need to answer right away, right? So what I'll tell my clients is when you're asked to do something, stop and take a deep breath. Yep. Can I think about that? You know, because if your response is to immediately say yes, that puts a little pause there. So, so I, so you let me know which of the ones you think might work for you. So here's another one. Uh, here's what will work for me. So someone's asked you to do something, you know, and, 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 and you hear them out and you say, okay, well, but here's what will work for me. That's a good one. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Can I get back to you? No, because that one doesn't work for me because then, then I'm honor bound to get back to them. And, and then I have to, I'd rather get, it's like ripping a bandaid off. I'd rather get the pain over with yeah. um, quicker. So, okay. So go ahead. All right. Here's another one. That doesn't work for me. That's, that's, that's also a good one. That's yeah. All, yeah. Because I, I feel like if somebody's asking you to do something, you need to uh, close the door on it, either open the door wide and say, come on in yeah. or close the door so that it's clear that you don't have to have that conversation anymore. Absolutely. Because there's nothing worse than having something like that hanging over your hanging over you. Right. Yeah. So it's like, have you thought about it yet? What do you think? Are you going to do it? Yes. What do you think? Yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you say yes now? And yeah. So. So I have to tell you, I was so intimidating, intimidated to say no that I couldn't even say no to door-to-door salespeople that would come to my door. Yep, I I, I hear you. Yeah. And that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. And so I still, sometimes I will just be nice and listen to the whole spiel and then I tell them no. <laughs> because I don't, you know, it's like some people will just say no and hang up or shut the door. And I don't, I don't want to do that. So I'll listen to it and I'll say, you know, thank you so much for your time and sharing this with me, but I, it's a no for me. And then I can shut the door. <laughs> when I get, when I, lately, because I'm a little bit older than you and a little bit older than a lot of folks these days, um, I get, I get calls from do you know what you're going to do about your final expenses? Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want some insurance so that the loved ones in your life don't have to worry about your final disposition? And so my standard answer to them is, well, you know, I got an answer for you. I'm not dying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they Honestly, they don't know how to handle that because it's like, right. What do you mean you're not dying? I said, well, I've decided I'm not going to die. Yeah. So, oh, I, yeah. Okay. But what about this one? Say you go to the store and, and you're buying something and it's a store that they offer a credit card 
would you like to sign up for our credit card? You, you know, how many? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, if you just sign up this time, you can get 10% off. And then, you know, and. You've, you've been, a, no. you've been on my, you've been on my target. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's... Target. TJ Maxx, Marshalls. I mean, they all do it, you know, and I just tell them, thank you so much for asking, but no, that's just it. I I don't mm -mm. see. And that's a, that, that's the smartest answer to do uh, because the the credit cards are, they're insidious. And, and if you ever looked at the interest rate, it's like 26%. And and, it's so ridiculous to save 10%. No, yeah, they, they make their money right back. They really do. I know they do. So I give people credit for even asking. You know, it's like I acknowledge you. I, I would have a hard time doing that, but no. So, and well, then go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say the, the last of how to say no nicely. Oh, I wish I could, but I'm not going to be able to. As long as you're, as long as you're not lying, um, you, you know, cause, because if you wish you could, that would be nice, but I'm oh. not going to, you know, yeah. but, you know, but yeah, uh, you're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you, it's like, um, going to a used car dealer uh-huh. and you just want to look at a car and you don't want to buy anything today. And then you get hit up by like three or four people. Hey, can I help you? How you doing? Hey. And and stuff like no, I'm sorry, I'm not buying anything today. I'm fine, thank you very much. Well, yeah. if you need anything, let me know here. Let me get you my card, and then we can go talk to the manager and see what we could do about. It's like no, I'm not going to buy anything today. Yeah. Some of these guys, they just won't take no for an answer. Yes, yes, and and sometimes you know if you have a hard time saying no, they will keep keep you impress you until you finally do say yes and then you have bought a whole set of encyclopedias that you don't even need and no one uses encyclopedias anymore i I mean people we've all fallen prey to something you know that we wish we hadn't said yes and a firm no could just stop it immediately and and uh and then there's less anxiety and stress as a result, right? Of just saying no. Exactly. Now, yeah. um, by the by the way, and I just thought of this, so I'm just going to say it about used car dealerships. And see, my mother was the queen of uh, of asking for something that she didn't deserve. Okay. And, and stuff. So she is the only person. Her and my aunt were out looking for a car. She's the only person I've ever met that actually got thrown off of a car lot. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, they, they said, no, I'm sorry, the ladies, but we're just not going to be able to help you. So you need to go down the street. <laughs> wow. Because they were they kept asking and asking and asking and asking. Yeah. And asking, so. yeah. That takes some bravado, man. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, she she also was like uh, five foot or four eleven and 188 pounds. Uh, and when that was going on, but she had a mouth on her, that's for yeah. sure. So there's an, another thing that I learned through coaching, my coaching education, that I 
I, I has benefited me so much. And I really just would like to share it with your audience. If it's something uh, that would be helpful. Absolutely. So, so there's a difference between agreements versus expectations. So when we are communicating with people, when we have an expectation, an unspoken expectation, we think that they're going to do something that, you know, that the kids are going to take out the garbage. We, we've told them before, we expect that they're going to do it every week because that's their job. We, we sometimes in relationships or maybe just in encountering people, we have unrealistic expectations. When we have spoken agreements, that is such a way of improving your communication. So it would be, so let's say you're my son and I would say, Kevin, I know that in the past I've expected that you're going to take the garbage out every week before the garbage truck comes. I need for the garbage to be out at the, at the road the night before so that when they come in the morning to pick it up, the garbage doesn't get missed. Do you agree? Will you agree to, to, to do that? And so they're either going to say yes or no, you know, but it's such a clear way of communicating instead of having expectations because we get frustrated with those unspoken expectations. But when we can speak clearly and, and come to an agreement, then, then there's no, there's no fog. There's a, a, a clearer understanding. And I think that that, that really does kind of play into the boundary story. Oh, no, no question about it, because if then the next time the the truck comes and uh, they don't take the garbage out and the garbage is still there and the truck's gone, then the conversation turns to now we had a discussion and we made an agreement and the agreement was that you were going to take the garbage out the night before. What prevented you from taking the garbage out the night before? Yeah. You know, and then uh, then they won't eventually they'll get through it'll get through to them that they can't uh that they can't buffalo you and that yeah. you know but but i think i think that the, all those are wonderful points and i can i add one sure when you're having a discussion like with your significant other and it's a, it's a kind of a uh might be heated discussion about about bills or about money or about uh what the, what each person is doing when somebody says something and you and you stop them then you respond by saying now this is what i heard you say talk about that a little bit oh yes absolutely so you may feel like a parrot when you do that but it actually is a very important way of letting the other person know that you hear them so you would say what i hear you saying is you would like for me not to put not to spend any money on this credit card so that we can pay it off. Is, is that correct? So I'm just using an example. Yes. Being seen and heard and understood. Very, very important. It is. Yeah. And, and I think that, that we really c could brush up on our communication skills. 
Yep. And the other one that, that is my one of my favorites is God gave you one mouth and two ears for a reason. That's right. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And so that takes just slowing down and listening to the other person. Yeah. I, there was a, um, a disc jockey in town. He does a morning show. And um, a lawyer came on and was talking about listening skills. And it, it was Danny Bonaducci. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I know who Danny Bonaducci is. Uh, from from uh, the, the uh, Pitchers family. family. Well, he's in Seattle now, and he does a morning show. And Danny's always been known as being kind of a bravado, loud kind of kind of guy. He used to, uh, you know, have charity fights with people, and he was into drugs, and he had a he's had he's had. Let's just say he's had a full life. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the lawyer said to uh, the gal he was talking to uh, a client and was saying, you know, sometimes God gave us two ears and one mouth, and sometimes it's good to close the mouth and open your ears. And Danny Bonaducci said, you know, I never heard that before. And the lawyer said, well, there's a reason why, Danny. Because <laughs> you never close your mouth and you never listen. So, you know, and that a lot of us have a problem listening to someone. We are continually trying to formulate our next line of attack when we're going to have the conversation rather than absorbing what we are being given as, as information. And then, and that's what, that's why this is what I heard you say is a very important thing. And it can clear up a lot of problems. It absolutely can. And I think uh, as a coach now, I listen much more intentionally than before. I really did not. I was not a good listener before. I I was, as you said, thinking about the next thing to say or just formulating the conversation in my head of of where I wanted it to go. I probably did a little bit of that in this interview. No, you were were fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And you were fabulous. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. And thank you for the uh, compliments on my my new growth. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So it's funny, before we before we went on the air, um, I thought we were already on the air when we were having this conversation. <laughs> so when you left and you came back, I was like, oh, this was just a conversation between Kevin and I. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I already yeah. thought we were on the air. Nope, nope. I, I had to had to do my I have to do everything in order, you know. Okay. It's, I'm kind of anal that way. So yeah. Um, but but by the way, I want to thank you for being here. And you're you're going to be at Behind the Power, and that's um October 19th through the 21st. Yes, it in is. Atlanta, Georgia. Go and to then- um go to um uh, Allisonroberts.com and you can look at Behind the Power and get all the information you need. Yes, you can. You can. And this is actually my second time to uh, attend Behind the Power. I went last year as a participant, as did Beth, the your previous guest. And um, it was life-changing for me. And I had already been working with Allison, but I knew that um, there was more that I, that I wanted um, to learn and heal from. And it was interesting because you did ask uh, Beth the question, how did you meet Allison? My story, how I met Allison was 
I had a business coach that I was working with and they were in a mastermind group together. And so um, Allison was a guest of my business coach and I watched the, um, the Facebook live and I, everything that Allison said resonated with me. And I thought I, I need to join painless pivots to power. So that's how I was introduced to Alice. What I mean to, to Allison, it was through another coach. And it worked out beautifully for you. Oh, it did. I'm so grateful. I really am. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really cool group that you guys are in and working with. And it's, it's pretty awesome. It's, it really is pretty awesome. And, and I know that um, one of the next steps that we are going to do uh, as in positive talk radio and you guys is I want to do um, on KK and W have two or three of you there at the same time so that we can talk about different aspects of life yeah. and maybe take calls. If somebody has a, yeah. has a desire to get some coaching right there and that kind of thing. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to do that. That'll be fun. I'm excited about that. I already said yes. Oh, so, good. Did, did Allison ask you? Well, she she asked us all in 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 the group, all of the authors. She we're already she's already asking us, and yeah. she and she asked me, and and I told her absolutely yes, and I think she's already booked it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. So, yeah. but, but that that'll be that that's going to be great fun. And Allison, if you're listening to this before September 9th. The next time Allison will be on uh, uh, Positive Talk Radio with KKNW will be September 9th at noon. So okay, yeah. Hey, it's already September first. It's isn't it amazing how time goes by? My word, it is. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna lay down tomorrow. It's gonna be behind the power event. <laughs> oh, it will be. It, it's it's <laughs> coming up. It's coming up very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. So anyway. Michelle Sullivan, thank you so much. I'm going to set myself aside for a second, and I'd like you to tell our audience that's listening now and those that are going to be listening later anything that you would like them to know. Oh, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for those of you that have been watching. And I just want to encourage you to live your healthiest life and know that boundaries are not a bad thing and that they can really make your life so much healthier that you will have res respect for yourself and for other people build your boundaries but tear down your walls there's a bumper sticker right there <laughs> and i'd like to thank michelle for being here it's it's an honor to have you here thank, thank you. you thank you and uh we'll be we'll see you next time on uh i guess this would be called you know i don't know well you wait there and i've got to do this and i'll be right back all right hey thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end please give us a like and subscribe to this channel this has been a production of positivetalkradio.net please visit our website oddly named positivetalkradio.net for more details about us and our mission which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's 